Card Wellness. I am Belen Velez, and with me today, I have Duca Shot. And you know what? Honestly, I'm going to be with her every day. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. It was a fun way to introduce. Yeah. Um, so we're working on just, um, you know, we're starting out this podcast, we're talking about all things wellness. Um, we did our first podcast introducing ourselves. So if you want to know a little bit more about us and you didn't listen to our first podcast, please go back to the first one where we talk about all about ourselves and, and you know, um, why we're here, our experiences, and um, we're both moms. So <laughs> a little bit about our crazy lives. And so hopefully it will entice you to continue or just stay here and just, you know, hang out with us anyway. You know, what's cool about that though, is, um, I'm really stoked about my hairstyle today because last time I struggled with the whole poofy, like I had this one piece anyway. So <laughs> you can feel so if you're listening to the podcast, you cannot see Duca's hair at all. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. That's true. Um, so but if you're on YouTube, you can totally enjoy the video. <laughs> well, that segues perfectly into feel free to like, subscribe, share, push the notification button so that you know. Comment. What, mm -hmm, oh, yeah. Comment. Comment. On. Good comments. Good comments. <laughs> well, or creative, constructive comments are welcome. Yeah. Grows and glows, as my son calls them. Anything overly mean is just overly mean. <laughs> I know, but it's okay because the meanness is, you know, that's not us. We, we're not it's vibrating not. at that frequency. But I did think, speaking of wildcard wellness, I do have a wildcard question for you. Yes. Um, we were talking a little bit last week about um, who we are. And then I think that we were going to, we wanted to tell the people why we decided to do this podcast and why we decided to um, chat with each other um, fairly frequently. I'm not going to give away all our secrets on how often we chat, but... Um, <laughs> But we were going to tell people why we decided we wanted to start this and have these conversations, conversations with each other. Sorry, braces. I promise my enunciation will get better. Yeah. So um, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, Duca has braces and she started them with ETH, with your son, right? Yep. Does he still have them on or no? He does indeed. Yes. So it was a joint venture here. That's like 100 like no it's a thousand percent mommy support with doing braces with your kid i remember having braces when i was little and i literally used to take the fork and pop them off of my teeth which is why i still have an overbite and so and it was just like a way like my mom you know was very a hardcore disciplinarian and it was one of her many ways of tormenting me as a child she would smack my lip until it bled so oh. she would like backhand me and you know I, I sometimes it was deserved because I had a sassy mouth and would suck my teeth at her when I didn't agree and um so yeah so <laughs> total mommy support so that's when when she's saying her enunciation will get better it's because she has full-on braces with elastics and the full yeah it's yeah i know i love about i honor lot. your your <laughs> your dedication to supporting your child <laughs> well you know this morning i'm laying in bed and i'm thinking should i wear the bands because we do record this we're also on youtube um but i'm like should i wear the bands and i'm like you know what i don't have to wear headgear all i have to do 
I'll have to wear all these bands. Yes, I'm going to wear the bands because I have a commitment to this process and I respect what's happening. I respect. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going there's to go. no shame in it. Here I am with bands and everything. And I love it because it makes my mouth look all funny when I like, like try to <laughs> smile and it pulls up like parts of my, it's fun, 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 fun. So, so this is anyway. where you go to the YouTube video of this. <laughs> look us up on YouTube, Wild Card Wellness. <laughs> so we were going to talk about um, boundaries today, but now we're talking about boundaries and braces. So there's something to that. There's a deeper meaning. Think about that. Take a moment and think about that. Mm. I know, because you're honoring your, your, your commitment to your own well-being and yes. a lot of people don't do that because they get embarrassed or you know like what you said like oh my enunciation or my pronunciation is different because i have a physical obstacle and so sometimes people are like oh and like you know you were just describing how your lips purse and how you know your you your whole um face comes together to you know, make the sounds together. And I start, you know, I have like, I don't know, like 30 credits for an SLP and I should be able to say this more fluently and I don't. <laughs> so, so, you know, when I was still married, I was trying to become, um, I had started doing my second bachelor's for a speech language pathologist, but you know, all of this, I know that the muscle around your mouth is the Orbi, oh, I forgot what it was. Orbi, 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 Orbi. We should do those voice. I bet you, you know, Robert was like four or five years old at that time. And my kid is so smart. I love him so much. He is like everything to me. He used to do the flashcards when I did human anatomy. He knew all the face muscles, all the facial muscles, like everything. It was amazing. I would write out the cards and my kid could read like he didn't talk until he was like two and a half and once he started talking he was reading so um yeah. oh kids are they're amazing they pick up they totally are he was such a sponge absorbing stuff in his silence um and then so he would like i was driving and he would be in the car seat in the back seat and i would give him my flash cards and the only thing was i had to print them because he couldn't read my cursive because I kind of half cursive, you know, kids don't learn cursive anymore, but he was also like five at the time. Um, so in all fairness, <laughs> like, you know, I criticize a five-year-old for not being able to read my script. Imagine. <laughs> so he would sit in the, in the back seat and be like, yay, mommy, you got it. And I like, I'm driving and he'd be like, what is the muscle that, you know, whatever, like surrounds the earlobe? I don't know. And so, you know, I would say what it was or be like, I don't know what it is. Can you give me a hint? And on the back, I would give him hint questions to, you know, to tell me. And then if I got it, I got it. If I didn't, like, you know, he was like, oh, mommy, that wasn't it. <laughs> he was like, I think you need to study some more. <laughs> but yeah, all the benefits of having a, a kindergartner who could read. Oh man, that's amazing. And thank you for the lovely tangent. That's what one of the things I love about our wild card wellness. That's why this is wild card wellness, because we never stay on topic. <laughs> we we have these amazing tangents we go down. So you never know what's gonna come out of our mouths. But I did want to ask you this question. Our wild card question was: how come you wanted to start this podcast and YouTube channel? I did because, well, I wanted to start it with you. One, because um at the time, 
that this came up for me. I was having a lot of, I remember this clearly. It was, it was like my rent was due. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Oh, is that why you like intentionally asked me this? See, Duca prepares for these things. I never prepare. I'm like, ah, whatever flies out, flies out. Uh, so she's like much more diligent about this. I'm like, let's press record and just go. So, so um, my rent was due. And so I'm not working a nine to five job right now. So everything is like direct sales, whatever I'm marketing. And I didn't have enough for rent because, you know, I am paying tuition for a couple of things and I had, um, I had an intensive to fly to. I had to pay my spot for the intensive. I had to pay for airfare. I had to put money aside for my son's childcare. And another tuition payment came out that I did not expect to happen. And I was left short and I had like no, nothing on the books coming in. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't pay my rent. I was like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars short. And so I just like sat and prayed. And instead of panicking, I like used all the tools that I've learned and I sat and I prayed and was like, oh my God, heavenly father. Like, you know, I trust and obey you. And I like, I'm asking for your guidance. I need this miracle now. And it was just like, I had no idea where it was coming from. And so like the whole day and like my extension is like the fifth and it was like the fifth <laughs> and I'm sitting there going like, oh my God. So I'm like praying and praying and praying and like on my knees and like, just like begging, like, you know, show me what my next step is. Tell me like, who am I supposed to call? And I kept using my, like my divine communication and, and, you know, some people call it muscle testing. And I, you know, I choose to have a conversation with my guides. And so it's just like, you know, do I, do I launch something? Do I sell a product? You know, do I call this person? And I was like, nope, 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 nope. And I'm like, come on, like throw me a line. And, you know, at one point I was just in meditation and I do TM. So I was like in, um, it's transcendental meditation. And so I was sitting in there and I got this like, kind of like image or, or thought I have to call Duca and do a podcast. Like we need to share the stuff that we talk about because Duca and I can like, I can call and be like, hey, do you know what this is for? And she'd be like, yeah, sure. And then we'll just go into a tangent, basically what you've seen already. And we'll have this phenomenal conversation. And then we'll have like our a team call or something happen or, and then we're like, oh yeah, like when we were talking about it and it never sounds as good as like when we actually had the conversation. And it was kind of like, well, you should have been there because we had a really great conversation. And so I, so the, the, the voice told me like, call her and just ask. So I was like, okay. So I text her, must've been like five o'clock in the morning, my time. And so, um, Duke is on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. So five o'clock in the morning, my time, huh? 2 a.m. It was 2 a.m. where she's at. So, so I'm like, and I sent her like five things. It was like, hey, I have a question, send. I was just praying, send. 
and I got this inspiration send. And like, that's how I talk to people because I don't want like, especially like I do kind of sales and I don't want them to think I'm a bot. So usually when it's a bot, it's like a whole big chunk. So when, you know, the more you press send, then they know it's actually someone interacting. So I'm used to texting that way. And I was just like, oh, sorry. I realized, and like at the end, I think I put like, oh, sorry. I realize it's like really early. <laughs> like you're sleeping. Hopefully you have your phone on mute. He <laughs> <laughs> calls me like 12 hours later. And it's like, hey, I got your messages. <laughs> I'd love to do it with you. And I was like, yay. So that's how this got started. <laughs> Yeah, you know how it is when you have like these phenomenal um, friends and you get together and you basically solve all the world's problems in an hour and you're like, okay, I don't know why, I don't know why anybody else doesn't get this. So, so. Um, and then the other inspiration was to clear a corner. I found like four checks and I was able to pay my rent that day. <laughs> Long story short, I had the money. I just had not deposited it. Just in case you're wondering how that story ended. And there you go. That is how it ended. But it was basically like I got the inspiration and I followed through and I obeyed the inspiration. And then that's how we got here. And there you go. Universal principle. Take that with you where you go, because that's super helpful. So I don't, I'm going to answer the question as well, because I wanted to have fun. I wanted to have fun with Belin. That's really my primary reason. I'm so glad. Thank you, Duca. <laughs> My second reason is it helps me to learn and remember the stuff that I already know. And then it gives me a chance to practice it. Like, oh, I, I'm going to, we're going to talk about this maybe. <laughs> so hopefully gonna, somewhere in there, <laughs> I'm going to practice it a little bit more um, consciously instead of just living my regular like day-to-day -day, um, life. So I love that. That's the second reason why, but also I want to connect with people out there, out in the world. I want to connect with more people. Um, and share the knowledge that we all have. Like we all have knowledge and gifts and talents. And I want to, I want to be able to share that. Um, I think that, I hope this isn't too presumptuous to say, but I think that some of the stuff we say, if people like grab onto it and move forward, like practicing that one thing on a conscious effort, it could change their life. Oh, or, yeah, uh, or at the very least change that well, day. It's changed our lives. That's why we talk yeah. about it. I mean, for exactly. me, it's changed my life because who I was 11 years ago is not the same person I am today. Yeah, so it's funny, Belinda and I, I feel like I've known you for a really long time. And you then I come, we we're just talking about it. And I'm We've like, known oh. each other for lifetimes, generations going back. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> we're like, well, wait, wait, why don't we have any pictures together? And then we're realizing, oh, we've only ever been together in person one time. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, that's weird. I feel like I've known you for so forever. Well, we have. <laughs> and then you build a relationship and then a pandemic happens. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Crazy. So fun. So fun. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> traveling that <laughs> path with us. That was a scenic route. You'll realize that I have a little bit of ADD. <laughs> And so my tangents are like around the corner. It was funny. My friend Jenny posted, a, uh, she did, um, oh my God, for anybody who is interested in, in body code, just call me and ask me for Jenny's mm. She's amazing with this. So love, for Jenny, um, and she's a beautiful soul, but she posted on her Facebook page the other day, um, you know, it's like how normal people have a conversation. It's like, 
start the conversation end the conversation and it's like a straight arrow and then it's like start the conversation do this and then have a tangent and then go there and then remember that and then oh yeah and then remember the, the conversation and then go this way and then it's like and then end the conversation so yeah that's me <laughs> hey but i love it i feel like it's always like those courtroom scenes where the prosecuting attorney is all like well is there a point at this genre and balloon's like yeah there is just give me a minute slow <laughs> your roll i'm getting there <laughs> This is all valuable information. <laughs> <laughs> this is the prequel. You need this stuff. <laughs> okay, so Belit. Yes, ma'am. Braces and boundaries. Let's get to the boundaries part because it's super fun and super important. I think this is gonna like be something for people to kind of think and digest about, like like have a moment with it. All right, what are some other words for boundaries that you use? Sovereignty. I love yes, I the word sovereignty. That's my that favorite word. Like claim your freaking sovereignty. I love that. And then just for people who are wondering, oh, so we're talking about um, the book is Boundary oh, by Dr. Okay. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. So Tuka re recommended this book to me and it's when to say yes, how to say no, to take control of your life. And I absolutely love this because um, we were actually having a conversation, one of many that we have about um, my son and how he has a hard time with his boundaries. And, you know, like he, you know, I'm divorced. And this is very common that the kid feels like he has to show up one way at dad's house and then show up a different way at mom's house. And it doesn't help that mom and dad are divorced for a reason. And we are totally like we are 180 from each other. We're actually going in total opposite directions. And um, my son and I have chronic um, conditions, chronic labels <clears throat> that we've been managing and I've been managing them naturally. And dad is very pharmaceutical oriented. So for him, stuff like food and energy and crystals and, you know, grounding and earthing and, you know, essential oils. And I can't think of what else we do, you know, guided energy medicine does mm -hmm. not work. That's all hoo-ha, you know, woo-woo, crunchy mama, whatever and it's not real and so his thing is like you go to the, i know it's so sad <laughs> duke is doing the little eye oh. tear drop and so um you know and it's fine for him to believe that i'm not criticizing anybody who you know if you don't if you don't jive with us that's fine and if you want to sit there and criticize us that's fine too. That's your energy, your vibration. You live in that. I, I don't need to pick up your, your baggage and carry it for you. Boundaries. <laughs> yes, boundaries. Um, however, my son is stuck in the middle of it. So, you know, there's things like, oh, like, you know, your mom is deceiving you, your mom is lying to you and stuff like that. And so he feels torn and then sometimes, you know, he wants dad's approval, but he knows that dad's beliefs are so opposite of ours. <clears throat> and sometimes he has a hard time. Like, I'm like, well, why'd you eat this? 
And he's just like, I didn't really want it, but dad said I had to clean my plate, you know? And I'm just like, I can't really say anything against dad. And I won't say anything against dad, you know? And I just tell him, well, you know, just understand that dad is doing the best that dad believes he's doing you know, with the best intentions. And it's my hope in my heart that it's with the best intentions. Um, but my son doesn't have the voice yet to speak up. And then, you know, he's suffering from hypothyroidism, which is all, you know, throat chakra stuff. And, you know, dad doesn't believe in chakras either. <laughs> so let's just leave that there. Um, but he has a hard time saying no, because he's afraid of being rejected or abandoned by dad, which is very possible because, you know, when we split up, you know, he was seeing someone else. So he was using, you know, and it was actually my fault. I was using his work as a reason for my, you know, my young child to understand why dad wasn't home all day and why he wasn't there at bedtime and stuff, because, you know, my husband used to get home by four o'clock and then from four o'clock until bedtime, he was with us. We were always together. We did everything together. And then from like, you know, Saturday to Sunday, it was just like, he wasn't home. He wasn't there when he went to sleep and he wasn't there when he woke up. And so, um, you know, there is that abandonment issue. And my son went through a lot of, um, you know, being afraid of me going to work because he didn't want to be left alone because dad had left. And, you know, again, you know, my ex-husband did what he did for himself at that time for what he thought he needed to do for, you know, to, to keep his sanity. And, you know, I, I'm no longer in a place of criticizing him. Um, it's just how it played out. Like it could have played out differently, but this is how it played out. And then this is the consequence. So it's not like, you know, he's, a, you know, I mean, I, I did call him bad words for the longest time, but at this point, I'm just like, you know, it's, it's how it happened. And now, now, the cleanup is helping my son get good boundaries and being able to speak his mind and being able to say yes or no and say authentically, not because he's afraid of being rejected or not liked or that dad's going to get angry or mom's not going to, you know, be happy about it. I want him to be okay with whatever he says, because that's truly how he feels. And that was a conversation I was having with Duca and she referred me to this book, which we're referring now to you because the book is freaking phenomenal. It is so great. I mean, the whole intro and like, I expected it to be more about the kids and, and how to like your relationship with your kids, but it starts out with this woman an adult, a day in the a life. A grown woman. <laughs> and it's called a day in the life without boundaries and how she is, is doing her best, but she doesn't have strong boundaries and she's not finding happiness because you can find happiness giving and serving along with taking care of your own needs. It's all about balance and boundary, right? I mean, I love that Belinda was talking about Robert about this and how Robert, this he is in a unique position to have two parental units teaching him boundaries because kids 100% learn boundaries from their growing up experience. And so it's just kind of like we all speak different languages because in our homes we use different words, right? We, it's our boundaries as adults are different from one another because of our homes as well. And our moms do have a huge impact in that, especially if moms are able to stay home 
um, with their kiddos. Any, any, any adult that the child is around is going to start instilling their belief system. It's just natural uh, mm -hmm. upon that, that child. So that is where boundaries come from. And as a matter of fact, like Robert's issues with and feeling abandoned is 100% valid. Studies are starting to show that the reason why um, we have our babies that are hang out with us, right? They, we carry them around and we love them and we look in their faces and we feed them and we have a lot of personal experiences when they're really young and in, in infancy. Because when the adults leave the room, the person who's caretaking for them leave the room, in that child's mind, they're, they're, they're showing that kiddos think that's it. They're gone. They're now alone. And they're, they're having this panicking moment. So when you have, like when mom walks out of the room, even though there's another adult there, if it's not the face that they recognize or the smell they recognize, they will start to kind of be like, oh, wait, wait a minute. My life, my warmth, my food is gone. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a concept of the time or that, oh, it'll be just a minute, right? <laughs> like, it's over. Their, their world has now ended. And they talk a lot about people who, and, and I'm about to say, don't take that critically, okay? It's not meant to be critical. People who let their kiddos go ahead and cry themselves to sleep at a very young age. Yeah, the Dr. Spock uh, stuff. Yeah, it actually the causes Spock, yeah. crying because <laughs> they have now sunk into infant depression. They're like, I'm alone. Nobody's here. Nobody cares. I'm alone. And they stop crying because nobody's there to answer their cries. Yeah. And when babies cry, they're not crying to annoy you. <laughs> they're not crying to, to, um, to wreck your life. They're crying to let you know that there's a need that's not being met. They're like the ultimate manifestors at that time. Yeah. They're like, I want it. I want it now. <laughs> we're guessing, but as you get to know your baby, you know, you recognize different cries, the wet cry, the poopy cry, the burpy cry, the feed me cry, the cuddle me cry, the I'm sick cry, you know, you, you get that down. Um, and so what they have, the reason why they stop crying and why it's so successful is because they sink into an infant depression, which is so sad. I just break my heart. Breaks my heart to hear about that. Um, my sister was just telling me, uh, she's doing some research about babies. Welcome to Wild Card Tangent. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> she was just saying that there are different types of- She had a baby too, so right? she's got a little yeah. one. Uh, she's got, yeah, two little girls are adorable. So she's telling us about different mammals um, and how some mammals are nesters, right? They will put their baby, their babies are born, they're in a nest, parents leave. And those babies, their genetics tell them to stay quiet and stay still. And then mom brings back food, mom and dad bring back food. Um, that happens you know, with birds and with rabbits and with um, some rodents and stuff like that, right? And then you have um, the parents who have the babies and then the babies are like on their own, 100%, boom, right? And you also have the, the mammals who have babies and then they're carrying babies. They carry those babies around with them until they're grown up enough to take care of themselves. And we think a lot about that, like little kangaroos. We think about monkeys, chimpanzees, where their babies just like hang on and they're with them until the babies are, have learned enough skills to go off and do some things. And then you'll see their boundaries grow away from mom. At first, there's no boundary. They actually think, babies actually think that mom and them are the same person. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's, that's my being. And then they start to experience when they get to the no phase when they're little. It's like, oh, I know we're different now. <laughs> I have different wants and needs. And when we can accept their no's uh, on a, in a healthy way, we're teaching them that it's okay to have a voice and have an opinion. 
Mm-hmm. So that's when we get to be as adults, be careful mm-hmm. about the choices we give them. Um, mm-hmm. But then they start to realize they're different entities and their boundaries start to grow. And you can see their boundaries growing because they grow away from adults, from their caregivers. And that is a good thing and, and the way that it's supposed to be. And then they go through phases in their life where they'll come back, grow again, and then leave again. And that's, that's the way that it was meant to be. So that's some really cool stuff about boundaries. And this is the stuff that we learned um, through other mentors too. So we are talking about the book Boundaries by uh, Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend, but there are other people who talk about boundaries as well. Any any good mentor that you've seen? Belen, name some cool mentors. Well, I actually did uh, a program with Rose Cole and um, I love like, whatever. <laughs> I will follow Rose forever. Um, but she did a, a truthfully empowerment training and um, it literally triggered every single boundary you can have. I mean, it talked about boundaries with your family, boundaries with codependency, boundaries with yourself and like, you know, honoring even like your time, like the promises you say like, oh, I'm gonna work out today. And then everything else comes before it. And then you're like, oh, I'll start tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and then it's Wednesday and you still haven't worked out and you go, oh, well, I'll, just, I'll start next Monday. And then like, you know, three years worth of Mondays go by and you still have it. And like honoring that boundary within yourself. I mean, it was an amazing program. Um, and it's just like, you know, um, respecting yourself, having a high tolerance for abuse, which you know, you don't realize you actually have like the people like, you know, you justify it with like your employer and, you know, uh, you know, I'm into tangent, um, a lot of, a lot of the Korean dramas because like, they don't, they're not, you know, violent, they don't really curse or, you know, and like, if they do, it's like ass like once in a while or something. And so, and I, I, I cut, I cuss like a truck driver, but I like watching something in the background that, you know, like when I want to zone, huh? That word doesn't count because it's biblical. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. I was just listening to, um, is it, uh, uh, TJ, TD Jakes. And he was like, he was talking about faith. And when, when, when the ass was carrying him down, (laughs) And he was like, you know, like Jesus could have come in like with this full ensemble and like he, he, he comes in on an ass. So yeah, it is biblical. So you just made me laugh about that. But it was just like, um, I totally forgot what I was talking about. Oh, um, the abuse and the tolerance we take, like in the, you know, and you see it in these dramas, like the, like that, like Asian countries have a, you know, a whole different paradigm about respect and like you know like almost like a caste system like you know like if you're a entry-level employee and your boss like they can like literally almost physically abuse you and it's allowed you know in that environment and like you know like the grandfather can like beat the you know the child the child or whatever and it's just like wow like they start like you're gonna start noticing places and so um, we have, you know, we're kind of imprinted when we're little. Like I know I was, I'm like, you know, Latina mother, just like sit there, shut up, don't ask for anything. Like it, when we went to the grocery store, we did not peep. It was like from the bumper of the car, she was like, I'm going in there and getting, you know, and, you know, 
you know, rice and gandules and do not ask for anything. If you ask for anything, you will be in trouble. Like you're going to regret it, <laughs> you know? So we're like, okay. And like we walk in and we're like, and we're like, oh no, mom's going to beat us. And like my mom would beat us. So, and she didn't care who was around. She didn't care what she used. And so it was just like, we learned from a young age and we still do like, you know, now is like, now is when, you know, people are like, oh, parents aren't parenting. And it's just like, we totally went from one side of the pendulum to the whole other side of the pendulum. And there's no in between. And like, maybe we need this empowerment training. We, we need these, these boundary lessons for our kids so that they don't go to the whole opposite extreme because they, you know, we went from, you know, sit there, shut up, do not move to my kids can do whatever the flip they want because I'm not going to be like my mom, which is also a codependent relationship because now your, your parents are influencing how you treat your kids, um, which is also a whole nother boundary challenge. And, you know, nobody has a strong sense of identity because you're being reactive instead of proactive. So, you know, if you have clear boundaries, you're not, there's no need to fix anybody else's problems. Yes. Oh, so brilliant. No, that's so true. So just to let you know that this boundary book that we are talking about um, is really fantastic. And I would suggest that that's the book that you start with. Yeah. But if you're working with a mentor of any, worth any, worth the salt at all, um, they should be talking to you in, in some sort of way about boundaries or just having that be part of their program and their mentorship with you. Um, but also Dr. Henry Cloud, Dr. J John Townsend did write a whole bunch of other books specifically about like, so they have dating, they have marriage, they have children, they have a whole bunch of other books. So this is kind of the general broad book. Oh, but and this book is enough. This book oh, is, I mean, I had an aha moment just reading this book and I, we, how many years of self-development have we gone through? I mean, between us, like, we have like a whole lifetime worth. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, I was just like, oh my God, I'm like, Duca, this and that, whatever. Like I had a whole aha moment. I've done a lot of healing around my relationship with my ex-husband. And then it was just like, oh my God, I totally took over, you know, managing his emotions. And I got that from this book, which I'm like, I've, you know, I'm like, I just talked about him and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm to the point where he's neutral for me. And so, um, yeah, there are still things I, I might not like how he approaches it, but he's not in my life. It's not really, you know, there's no domino effect over here. Um, but then, you know, there's still layers of how I behaved that if I don't see them, if I don't put a spotlight on them and recognize them, it can happen again with another person not necessarily with him, but the next person who comes into my life. And it doesn't have to be in a romantic relationship. It could be with a, with a teacher, with a coworker, with um, a client, with a friend, with a family member. And so, um, you know, start with this book and really dissect it and go through each chapter and, and see where that showed up for you. Because I'm gonna guarantee you, every part of this book is going to show up somewhere along your timeline. And when you can look at it and be like, oh, wow, like I recognize that, you know, um, 
we're always healing no matter what like we need to always heal because the minute we stop healing we're going to start decaying and so um you know i, I want to put off decaying as long as i can thank you and but i also want to live truthfully to who i am and and my mission here and how i show up and how i choose um to be with integrity with within myself and boundaries is a big like saying yes to the things that are in alignment with you and bring you joy and saying no to things that are not that's huge and a lot of people are not in a space where they can do that like even with just their family like okay taking boss and money aside just in their relationship in their home with their family with their kids a lot of people do not are not able to do that yet or haven't even realized it's an option or even just with themselves like you were saying like we make a commitment to yourself and then you yeah, i'm the last one i'm terrible with my own commitments yeah. Well, so in one of the one of the chapters in the book is called the Ten Laws of, of Boundaries, and even in this short conversation that we've had, we've talked about the law of responsibility, the law of respect, the law of motivation, the law of evaluation, the law of power. We've talked about we kind of touched base on all, all those ten things. Um, I mean, this book is awesome. Yeah, it's real good, real good stuff. So I would highly suggest that you read it listen to it, whatever, however you get your um, extracurricular reading in, uh, do it because it's really good, really, really amazing stuff. These two guys are really great. And for those people out there who are Christian, who have, who have experienced some religious trauma, and I feel like that's probably 90% of you. <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> then this book is definitely for you because it helps you draw, it, it gives you boundaries for that as well. It helps you realize what is actually being asked of you. Um, oh, it's so eye-opening. I wish we had a longer time to talk, but I know Blynn has the next thing coming up really shortly in her schedule. So I just want yeah, to- we say don't want to keep you on here for three hours. We want you to come back and be like, yay, I love listening to this. Not like, I need all day to listen to them. <laughs> Leave them wanting more, right? Um, so the thing that Belin said that I really want to close with is that you please remember that with boundaries and as you're learning to um, find, figure out where your boundaries are and how to um, keep those strong and safe in your own life, remember that you cannot change anyone. Don't ever go into a relationship thinking that you can change them and don't let yourself lose your authenticity for someone else either. Belin did not tell the story but she to you, but she told it to me. It was amazing. Uh, and maybe you'll get to hear it one day about how she inadvertently changed herself and ended up someplace she didn't want to end up. Yeah. So remember, and, and Belinda has already said this, you cannot change someone else. However, you can influence them by maintaining your sovereignty and your authenticity, living in your truth, all those keywords, um, do those things. But yep. first, find out where they are, right? Do some self-healing as always. So and it's Continue okay to let things go that are not resonating with you you know and then you know once we start vibrating higher the people around us start vibrating higher too or they leave and sometimes leave. That's and that's okay too yep mm, love the heck out of you guys and thank you Belin, for conversing with me this morning thank you Duca, for recommending this book it was awesome i love it
I think it's definitely worth rereading. Like it was to the point where I was like, I should take notes on this. No, I'm not going to take notes on this, but I should take notes on this. <laughs> I'm going to reread this book. I got the workbook. I'm like, I'm ordering the workbook. <laughs> Did you get the workbook? I didn't know there was a workbook. There's a workbook for this book. Which is yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I might have to carve out time for the workbook. This was really good though. Like even just looking at it like chapter by chapter and how it relates to you on your timeline is huge. It's huge. huge. It's gonna neutralize so much garbage for you. Yep. Yep. For sure. I mean, I've seen Boleyn transition from being in a relationship with her ex-husband in in an everything he's doing is causing her like discomfort from her like oh this is all neutral I can talk about this I don't have ex-feelings and it's been wonderful because that frees up so much of your mind and heart space so good job good job thank you and thank you guys for showing up thank you for being here thank you for listening um in whatever capacity you're doing that whether it's driving to work or picking up the kiddos or, you know, washing Golden dishes, laundry. Mm -hmm. you know, or just sitting there watching this video or listening to this podcast, we thank you. And we ask you again to please, I mean, we're new, please share us, comment, like us, follow us. Again, I'm Belinda Velez, and this is my friend, Duca Shot. We're Wildcard Wellness, and we now have a Facebook page. So, <laughs> called Wildcard Wellness. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Blessings, and enjoy your week. Thank you for listening to Wildcard Wellness. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Wildcard Wellness, as well as on Instagram at wildcardwellness underscore with D and B. Until next time, stay wild and stay well. Thank you for listening to Wildcard Wellness. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Wildcard Wellness, as well as on Instagram at Wildcard Wellness underscore with D and B. Until next time, stay wild and stay well.